What's up, everybody? We are back. Oh, my goodness, we are back. We are talking the MCU reviewed here. It's been a long time coming. We have not done this show in about two years. This was our bread and butter, especially in the early days of the pandemic. We decided we were going to rip through the MCU. But here we are. It's 2024. Different world. We've got like... 15 extra Marvel movies that have come out since that time. That's only a little bit of an exaggeration. But today, we are talking Spider-Man Far From Home, the last of the Infinity Saga, the game, or the movie that came out right after Endgame. Oh my goodness gracious, we've got a lot to catch up on. We're going to talk about that. We're going to catch you up on the state of the MCU reviewed, where we stand, where we're going as we move forward, of course most prominently our rankings and where they stand as of today. I'm Josiah Leroy. We are live on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. Um, not the last two. <laughs> YouTube and Twitch right now. Oh, gosh. All right. So okay, we're batting okay. 500 there. Anyway, Hall I'm Josiah Leroy. Best player in baseball history. Done. <laughs> with me, Mr. Marvel Studios. Love that shirt. It looks good on you, buddy. John Thanks, Fick. sir. How are we doing, John? I'm doing great. It it is so cool to be back to the show. Like we, our goal like was something to do during the pandemic. It's like, hey, we're home. Like let's figure something out. We want to rewatch the Marvel movies. Let's let's do a podcast and let's rank them. That sounds awesome. We were. I talked about consistency with Busy Sticks. We were recording this show every Monday for like 15 weeks straight. We missed like one when we were. I mean, we was in the middle of the pandemic. We had nothing to do, and the goal was to get to Endgame, and we did it. And this this almost feels like a season two of, of the MCU review. Like we we kind of put a we we, we put a, a pin in it and said like we did it we did the thing, but if Marvel's gonna keep making movies, why not keep ranking them and reviewing them? Um, yeah, I, I'm excited to be back. It is the perfect time to come back, no doubt about it. Uh, I'm excited to talk about the entire thing here and and even the state of the MCU to some degree. But of course, with us, not Rashawn. Don't forget he was recast. You sure about that? <laughs> You sure about that? We've also got Mr. John Serrato. JT, are you ready to talk some Spider-Man and how much you love this movie? I am ready to not do that whatsoever, but I I am happy to be back for season two of the of the new do new way of thinking here. I know overall, I think a a few of us are are including uh, I don't know if we're talking about that yet. Um are are excited to talk. We are okay. All right. Uh, Rashawn as well. Uh are kind of Kind of been a little de- 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 kind of not too interested in the recent MCU, but been it'll be nice to see where it lands it lands with everything else, right? So I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited. I don't hate Spider-Man Far From Home. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Me. We got a whole lot of conversation to have to uh to, hop, to hop into what JT we'll alluded to. Uh yeah, Rashawn Rashawn uh parted ways from the MCU review at about halfway through uh and JT took over. I think your first movie was Ant-Man, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Um, you have to. It was, yeah. was Ant Man. Um, but Rashawn's back with the Geekiverse. He he's doing he's doing stuff with us again. He's he's a full he's a full crew member, and he will absolutely be back on the MCU. Road. He he just wasn't available today. So it will be a it'll be a four man show. The man who recast Rashawn will still be here mm-hmm. as well, and it'll be it'll be the four of us. Uh, that's gonna be the multi universe. Multi universe Geekiverse. Now, it is. You know? and that's I'm, gonna, I'm the variant. You are. You guys are variants of each other. Who who was the original? I mean, we'll never know. But that's gonna be fun. Like, that was that was such a cool thing to like. You know, you have Rashawn pass the torch of his seat on the show to you, and and now to have both of you back uh, for a, a, another long journey because they're gonna keep making these movies. Like I always say, there's already like I don't know twelve that we need to catch up on, maybe more, whatever. Um, it's wow. gonna be a blast. So if we do, uh, we talked about it, and uh, you know, this is our intention. 
said that the Geek Geekiverse is back with a roar here in 2024. They rhymed well. Uh, but if we do two movies, so two MCU movies uh, or episodes of this uh, a month, we would catch up about in time for the only MCU movie coming out this year on the calendar, and that's Deadpool 3 in July, which, oh my gosh, give me that right now. So um, oh. we'll sift through a lot of not so good stuff, <laughs> some good stuff, <laughs> some great some stuff. bangers, right? And then uh, we'll get to Deadpool 3 and see how it is. But John, why don't you catch us up, remind the viewers, or maybe the first time listeners and viewers here, what do what is the purpose of this when it comes to the ranking? What do the rankings look like? What's a snap versus a blip? <laughs> so on and so forth. All right, let's start at the top. Let's start at the most simple way possible. Let's go over our rankings. So we, we, watch, we watch a movie every week. We're going in release order of the movies. Uh, we went from uh, Iron Man 1 to Endgame, and we at the end of every episode, we rank, which, you know, we rank where we want that movie to be. We have to come to a consensus. Um, a majority, I should say, not a consensus. A majority as to how far the movie, you know, goes up the list. Um, and that's kind of where that's at. So let's go over the rankings so far, then we'll explain some of the intricacies of, uh, of the way we do it here. Um, number one, we have Avengers Infinity War. Number two, Endgame. Three, Ragnarok. Four, Civil War. Five, Homecoming. Six, Guardians Volume 2. Seven, Black Panther. Eight, Guardians Volume 1. Nine, The Avengers. Ten, Avengers Age of Ultron. Eleven, Winter Soldier. Twelve, Iron Man. Thirteen, Iron Man 3. Fourteen, Ant-Man. Fifteen, Doctor Strange. Sixteen, Iron Man 2. Seventeen, Captain Marvel. 18, Captain America, the first Avenger, 19, the first Thor movie, 20, Ant-Man and the Wasp, 21, Thor, the Dark World, 22, the Incredible Hulk. Boys, it's getting it's getting hard to say this whole list. My mouth's drying <laughs> up at this point because there's 22 films um, here. Now, you might think that's the rankings, but it actually is not quite accurate because, fellas, if you remember, when we finished the MCU reviewed, Josiah and I put Endgame at number two, and JT used the snap, and he's like, I don't know. He, JT's like, I can go either way. I don't really care. I want the people to decide. I want the community to let us know what they think. You remember that between part one and part two of the finale of the because of, you know they sit at the top of our list. How cool would it be to let the community decide? And we did that, and we actually decided not to charge JT a snap for that. Um, that that happened. That poll went up. It was 49.5 to, to 50.1, or 50.5. And Avengers Endgame is our new number one. Avengers Endgame wow. does have Infinity War. There was, there was 99 votes, almost dead even. One more vote for Endgame on that wow. poll. <sighs> Clear recency um, bias. And, and <laughs> honestly, I'm, uh, I'm mad about it. And if it didn't happen, I'm still mad about it. Like, it's just, I, yeah, I right. love it. I love it. They're, they're, so, they're both so good. I just didn't care. They're both so good. It was a fun way to end that kind of like first run of the MCU reviewed. And like, we never really even plan on coming back to it. So we really kind of just left that out there in the ether. So, like, you know, to be continued, will it actually be, you know, be continued? And All it right. was. Right. Um, so that's the true ranking. Endgame is one, Infinity War is two. Um, Crazy. but we, we've talked about snaps. We've talked about stuff like that. So yeah, during the original run of the show, we had a fun little feature called a, a, a gauntlet snap an infinity gauntlet snap. We all had three of them. And if we used the snap, we got to try to adjust the rankings. So basically if we wanted one movie to hop another, they had to be like, you know, touching. So in this example, you can see if I wanted guardians to, to be above, above homecoming, uh, if I wanted to go from six to five, I would use one of my snaps and I wouldn't get that automatically. It would go to a, a Twitter poll. 
So we put it on Twitter and we would let people decide. We would retweet it. We would try to campaign for, you know, for the one we wanted. And it would only flip the rankings if the poll was successful. We've had a couple of those. Uh, I think JT JT uh, flipped Black Panther over Guardians Volume 1. And I tried to snap it back and it was, it was unsuccessful. So people <laughs> really love Black Panther. So that's not changing. Um, yeah, so that was the idea. Um, with a new slate of films, we want a new slate of, of ways to manipulate the rankings because we're never going to really agree on stuff. So we, we need we need those outs. Um, this is post Endgame. This is post the, the Infinity Saga, sort of. Uh, so we are, we're no longer calling these snaps. We're calling these blips now. So we, we all have three blips that we can use until we decide that we need more or whatever when there's when we go into like phase nine, whatever, you know, for now, we've got three more. We'll have fun with it. Uh, we all have three, including Rashawn. So we can use those. They're fun. It's always a cool moment when like someone's like, you know, the end of the episode, we're wrapping things up. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not over. Taking it to so the polls. I mean, so like my thing is doing an actual like, what am I doing now? Still I do the same snap? You literally have to disappear <laughs> for five years. <laughs> That should allow me to manipulate these rankings a bit. That's good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, that's the gist of it. Those are our current rankings. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, get into the movie. Sean just pops up in my chair. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> On your lap. I don't know where. would lose it. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's where we stand with everything. I'm, uh, I'm curious to see. Because uh, they're, you know. With the next phase, we have phase four and we're in the middle of phase five. Some of those uh, movies are going to be divisive for sure. Um, I know we'll see some blips and it'll be exciting to see what that actually looks like. John, do we want to cover every, anything else in, before we jump into really Spider-Man here? I think that's it for the housekeeping. Let's, uh, let's talk about Far From Home. All right. Spider-Man Far From Home. Fellas. Fellas, fellas, fellas. So the movie comes out way, way long time, a long time ago to Galaxy Far, Far Away. Uh, this is July of 2019. Do you guys have, uh, without looking, do you recall how it did it at the box office? If you had to put a number on it, what I, was the the final gross run? I think it did. A, I think it was that stretch of like movies for uh, Disney to do a billion. So I'm going to go with like 1.3 billion. JT? Uh, eight, seven to 800 million. Uh, so, so this did 1.1 billion. Uh, wow. This was uh, this was a beast. This was on the heels again of uh, Endgame a few months later. And it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man movie. Yeah. It's, yep. Those always do well. Disney had $7 billion movies that year. Absolutely bonkers. I believe uh, Captain Marvel was one as well. So that's yeah. three from the MCU right there. Uh, you had Rise of Skywalker. You had Frozen 2. Then there's a few others. That Lion King maybe movie. was out the year too. Lion King and Aladdin. That there, was it. There you go. So Those that's insane. What an insane year. It's funny to think this year there were no, or 2023, there were no billion dollar movies for Disney. It's it's a different time and, and a different discussion, by the way. But uh, that was a beast. There was a lot of momentum there. Let's talk uh, impressions and mix this maybe a little bit with, do you remember what your first viewing of this was, you know, in theaters and, and so on and so forth. Um, JT, why don't we actually start with you at this? Like hit us with what you think about Spider-Man Far From Home. So uh, at, at least with the, you're talking about the first, trying to remember the first view of it, right? Yeah. Like if there's anything from the, the first viewing that you remember yeah, with it, I mean, also, so also I, how you feel about it today. So I went in, I went into it, obviously kind of excited to see what the next phase was right we we hear in the the trailers all you know the multiverse is coming and all this uh excitement is coming for it right and like where are we gonna who's the next big bad where's it gonna go from there 
uh, end up being um, not as good as I wanted it to be. Uh, I can't say I hate it, um, but you know, and I'll dig further, further more into why I think it's not. But it, it felt to me, and you guys, one of you said, said it earlier, I think, or both of you did, more of an epilogue, right? <clears throat> kind of fu- closing out the the that that saga, that phase, moving on from Tony, showing the kind of effects of of, of his sacrifice, uh, and and all good. But for me, one of the biggest thing I I didn't like about it was it didn't really set up the multiverse, right? It was the whole like facade of of that being a case, and maybe that's kind of trickled down since then into what we are dealing with now, right? In the current view. So you know, yeah. I, I mean, going into it, very excited. Uh, I don't really remember the theater experience, to be honest. I, I was kind of like such at a peak with Endgame. I don't know if anything could have topped it, right? Like there was nothing that was ever going to beat that experience. People screaming in the theater, you know. So for me, it wasn't as as exciting an experience. I. I th- JT, I, I get that. This, in my opinion, really was always uh, an epilogue. You know, it's 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 Marvel Studios, but it's Sony involved as well. So, like, I remember seeing that on the slate and being after Avengers Part Two and being like, "That's weird that they're ending that phase with Spider-Man." I get it logistically and from a business standpoint. From a movie standpoint, I think it was really a good epilogue. I don't think it's my favorite Spider-Man movie, but uh, you know, we'll get into that too. John, what? Give me your thoughts. Do you remember that first experience? What? How do you feel about the movie? Yeah, I'm with you, Joe. I think that I think expectations kind of come into play in terms of like where we're different on this JT because like I never expected it to be like the actual setup of Phase Five or Phase Four. What Phase Five? Phase Four was the end. Okay, so yeah, I never expected it to be the setup of the next phase. I always knew this was going to be an epilogue. I knew this was going to be like. The way Peter Parker is dealing with a a world post Tony Stark, um, what's what's next for Spider Man, and what I had hoped most is that we got a pretty contained, authentic Spider Man movie because we no longer had the stakes of a of a of a huge universe that we really had to work within because like the conflict was resolved and we got that we got that tenfold like this is I'm I, I, I'm probably with you Joe this isn't my favorite Spider Man movie but this might be one of the most authentically Spider Man movies that exists it is at the end of the day it is a story about him as a high schooler struggling to balance being Spider-Man with Peter Parker and failing in all sorts of fun stuff that we're going to get into. Um, yeah, I, I don't really remember my theater experience. The only thing I really remember my, about the theater experience is the twist in the middle, which was like, you know, we knew something was coming, but I don't know if anybody really knew exactly what was coming. That was a that was a pretty, pretty big twist that we're going to talk more about when we get to it. Um, and then the end credit scene. I remember like the huge pop for that. That was, again, I, we're going to talk way more about that too, because like that was kind of like, unprecedented and that was the first of 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 that that we got without going into spoilers for a movie that we already saw but whatever yeah well uh, uh, you know the movie is is almost five years old now what we are going to talk spoilers throughout this entire thing so if that bothers you if you haven't seen spider-man far from home this is your warning we're, we're going to talk about that um john you know i i think i'm on on the the same wavelength as you in terms of this uh I really enjoyed it though. Uh, again, I you know we'll see where it ranks as we talk about it later in the show for our official rankings. Uh, I, I don't anticipate this going all the way uh, into our crazy, crazy top ten. I don't know that, but uh, the film itself, again, Tom Holland does a masterful job of balancing that that Peter Parker and Spider Man, and then in the story, the he lost his father figure, right? His hero. I love how much this mirrors Tony Stark's early journey. It's 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 like almost like how we we talk. Or George Lucas talked about Star Wars. There's poetry here. There's some symmetry. It rhymes. You had Iron Man one and what his journey looked like as a younger Tony Stark and where he went. And here you are. Uh, you've got 
Peter, who who goes through something similar yet very different. And a lot of it is Iron Man influenced. And we'll get into some of that just with my notes later on. But uh, overall, you know, I I I like this movie. It's a it's a good movie. Uh and yeah, we're we're gonna see where it ends up ranking. John, do we need a minute to to queue up the trailer? Bob? Ready okay. to go. As long as you guys have it, you guys have it uh, ready to go. Yeah. So, so the the quick thing here, if you know you're listening on the podcast, you're, you'll just have to get through the next basically two and a half minutes with us. Uh, but what we're gonna do is watch the trailer together. Uh, it's a lot of us are sometimes uh, we haven't seen these since the movie came out. Most times, I think we don't go back and watch that. This kind of became a thing on MCU reviewed, and then Star Wars reviewed after. What it was going back and seeing what that trailer looked like. I think in uh, in season one, if you will, of MCU reviewed, we saw how many trailers were different early on from what really was the tone in the final movie. And I think that changed as time went on a little bit here, but um, we're going to watch it together. Yeah, John, yeah, I'm going to pass it over to you. For sure. And I, I think it's, what's really fun about this is to like try to relive the hype of like what you felt when those trailers were coming out. And I think that I think that is more impactful back in the Infinity Saga, back when we kind of weren't sure what was happening. Like, I think, I think the trailers and the hype, maybe that's just like a... Um, an anecdote for where we are with the MCU right now, I guess. But um, yeah, <laughs> let's get into this trailer. You guys both have it ready? Ready. All right, go ahead and play it. Thank you, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That was so good. Hey, sorry I'm late. Happy. You look nice. Thank you. You too. Thank you. New dress? Yes, it is. How'd you know? <laughs> what just happened? Planning a trip? Mm-hmm. Going to Europe. It's a school trip. Did you get your passport? Peter Parker here to pick up a passport, please. Mini toothpaste? Mm-hmm. Pack your suit. I just want to go on my trip with my friends. Europe doesn't really need a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. You look really pretty. Therefore, I have value. No, no, that's not I'm right. messing with you. <laughs> you look pretty, too. I just want to spend some time with MJ. I think she really likes me, dude. That reminds me when I first fell in love. I had just finished my phone call. So nice to finally meet you, Spider-Man. You're Nick Fury. Put some clothes on. Let's go for a ride. Is he going to be OK like that? Might want to turn him over so he doesn't swallow his tongue. I think Nick Fury just hijacked our summer vacation. Awesome! We got gifts, Parker, but we have a job to do. Are you going to step up or not? You're all alone. Your friends are in trouble. What are you gonna do about it? You don't want any part of this. Who is that guy? He 
he's like Iron Man and Thor rolled into one. He's not Spider-Man. What is it with you and Spider-Man? What, he looks out for the neighborhood, has a dope suit, and I really respect him. Sup, dickwad? So, yeah, that, that that comes back to what we talked about with expectations. Like, man, that is a, a self-contained Spider-Man story that is all about kids on a high school trip. And, like, I know the balance of, of, of Spider-Man versus Peter Parker is going to be at the forefront. Yeah, I, I was so excited when I first saw that. Um, and talk about how, how Sony has, you know, marketing control over these movies. They just they just told us the whole movie in the trailer. It's just, like, beat for beat the whole movie. Right. That gives us a lot there, right? Uh, before I forget, how good is that rendition of the Spider-Man theme? Like, Excellent. oh my gosh, it's oh, so, so, so good. Um, I think really a big reason this movie did so well, you know, in addition to it being a Spider-Man movie by default, is it took the impossible, which was what am I going to care about after Endgame? Possibly on the heels of Endgame, just like this with the MCU because everything that we had known for the prior 10 years was building towards that. This did it. John, you said it It was kind of a self-contained Spider-Man story. Yeah. It's still connected. to the big events that we just went through the emotional roller coaster that was the last two Avengers movies, but it still separates itself in a nice way and finds a way to stay focused. And this could have been a messy film, especially coming off of Endgame. So all things considered that trailer lends to a lot of that and it doesn't hide anything either. Yeah. JT, what do you think? You see that trailer? What do you think? I, I mean, watching it again, I kind of got excited to, to watch it again, again. <laughs> but you know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I kind of agree with the, with the Sony perspective, right? They just seem to just throw everything at you, just and tell you exactly what's happening. But uh, I don't know. Like, it just the movie just doesn't hit for me, man. I, I looking back at the trailer and then comparing it what I watch and what I expected personally, right? You guys had your own expectations, of course, but um, it is, it is not what I thought they, where I thought they would go at least. Right. So for me, it, it's hard to distinguish Spider-Man to your point as the neighborhood Spider-Man when he was so involved with every, like, almost like Nick Fury said in this, in the trailer, right? He's like, you've been to space. Like that for me, like he's been part of all of it, Right. It's just hard to distinguish that from like kind of split that up. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, it's, I, I get it. I thought they did a good job with like really showing us how not ready he was and how much of like Tony's prodigy he was and basically was just there to follow Tony's commands during those movies. Like he didn't really have much agency. He didn't really make much of an impact without like, I don't know, looking into something or doing exactly what Tony told him, told him to do. It wasn't like he, you know, he was going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Thanos and, like, you know, really established himself as an Avenger. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. One, one, of the, one of the most exciting things about this movie was to see how they handle, like, all right, this is a post... This is a post Tony Spider Man, and that was his that was his role model, and that was like his guiding his guiding light into this world of being a superhero. So like, what does that look like? Do they propel him into? Because like those were the rumors. Who is the next core MCU character? Like, is it? I don't, we don't really know if it's gonna be Thor. Like, you know, who is it? They're all most of them are gone. Everyone's like Iron Man. Or I'm sorry, Spider Man makes the perfect sense. Like they've got this deal. He's so likable. He's so young. Like he makes the perfect sense, and they give you like. They answer that question in the way that they need to. Like they they, they tease that to you. Like they, they show you that he and the world in that universe are going through that same conflict. They're having that same question. Who's the same? Who's the next Iron Man? Is this Spider-Man kid going to live up to it? And I think they do a great job of like showing us that struggle. Uh, I love this movie. I love this movie. 
yeah, the idea, the more I talk about it, the more I get excited for sure with you guys. Um, we're we're going to go through a few things here. We're going to go talk about our favorite non-title character. So anyone but Spider-Man, who is your favorite performer? We're going to talk about that moment. What was one moment that stuck out to you or, or was a favorite moment of the film? Uh, and then, of course, we're going to rank them as well. Uh, but before we do that, how many times have you guys seen this movie? It, it's an interesting thought because we, we had our rewatches. Uh, we talked about it on the older MCU reviews. I felt like I've rewatched so many of those movies so many times because every time a new MCU movie came out, I did a rewatch. Harder to do nowadays with close to 40 films, right? But back then, you know, we're 20. Not too bad. It's kind of manageable. Uh, but for me, I think I've seen this three times. I think I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it once when I bought it on 4K, Blu-ray. And then last night in, in prep for this, which is oh, kind of bonkers. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I, it's not not for lack of quality, in my opinion. It's just that's all I've gotten to because we stopped doing this right around, you know. Ending. For sure. Uh, for me, it's it's a, it's a bunch. It's probably like five to seven, like full sit down, like hundred percent attention. Oh. But there's a lot of be- there's a lot of throwing this one on the background for me because I, lo- I I've said it before. I think probably earlier in the show too. Like I love like a good high school like trip movie like like one of my favorite like like the like the american pie stuff euro trip something that you know i just picked like two r-rated examples but like you know that camaraderie that like camaraderie of like a high school trip like i love that stuff and that's something that i can kind of just throw on in the background while i'm like working or doing whatever so like i've i've had this movie on a ton but probably five to seven like full sit down rewatches that's pretty good jt how about you so one, two, I, okay. So I obviously was in theaters. I did an all Spider-Man rewatch sometime in in the fall, and then this time, so three times. All right, three all times. Right. So we're on the same page there. What are we getting to? Favorite non-title character or performance? So at, you know who's who, who stands out in this movie for you? Who 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 is your favorite? That's not Peter Parker. John, uh, you, you got an answer. Oh, JT can go first. You can have him. I, I I had to go first. You can have him. <laughs> Mysterio. Yeah, well, it's the only, it's the only yeah. answer. <laughs> That's the only answer, <laughs> Mister. Like uh, all this, you know, aside from the fact that he wasn't really a multiversal character, right? I think overall he was just like the revenge on Tony. Like I, I never thought that spin would come at all, right? I mean, kind of, maybe a little you, bit. You, you, know, you knew that Mysterio. You, you knew that Mysterio was not who he presents himself to be, and like he's 100%. not. A, he's not a good guy, obviously. But like, in what capacity, and how does that get revealed? But, does it? Does it even get revealed in this movie? Like, those are the thoughts we right. have during the film. It's almost like the the acting within the acting by Gyllenhaal was like perfect, right? Like he just he played Mysterio, the multiversal character, so well. I thought it was real for a little bit during the movie. I'm like, oh, 100%. he's really this guy. like he's, Dude, oh. he's maybe he's like another version that's not actually Mysterio, Dude, right? I like, believe that 100. <laughs> percent When they first said that, I'm like, Dude, all right, we got we got our multiverse, and like Mysterio's a good guy, I guess. I, I, but then once yeah. I realized that, like, we're at the climax. Up, right? Once I realized we're at the climax of like the the fight, and there's an hour left in the movie, I'm like, oh, okay, something's up. Something's up for sure. Something's up, yeah, for sure. That, for sure. That was a t- uh, in the manner that the twist happens is not one that I saw coming. No. You know, I think we're all right. on the same page right. that Mysterio was going to be a thing, but like uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is such a treat in this movie. I, I wish we got more of it. Like he, he's yeah. so good. He's so good as Quentin Beck. Um, but I talked about this being not just an epilogue, but really the bookend, the perfect bookend in the infinity saga to Iron Man one, all the way before it, 23 movies prior. What a, what a tie in. With some of those throwaway side, not even characters, by the way, really, from Iron Man 1. When they showed that flashback, my jaw hit the floor. 
so they cool. Were extras, basically. Yeah, to be able to pull, <laughs> to be able to pull some of those actors, like the you know Tony Stark built this in a cave with a box of scraps guy, like you know, like the, to be able to pull. Yeah. This, I think he was actually the only one who was you know a, a side character, but that was good enough to like show us that they care and they did this, and then the rest of them like we you know w- w- was believable enough because we they gave us that they gave us that. Right, right, right. It was so good, and you know what? I gotta say, in some executions of this movie, so in in other universes, um, <laughs> that would have fallen flat. Mysterio is is just a this guy, this what? disgruntled like, Stark employee. Can't you see so many people really, really being upset about that? Like yeah. uh, they they pulled that off, so, and that uh, was dicey. And, that and, and been to be bad. fair, like when when Gyllenhaal was announced as um as Mysterio, right? Yeah, I'm like this might be a waste of his talent for me, you know, knowing what Mysterio is in the comics and just in general, right? Even through some of the games and whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh, are they really like, he could be so much bad. Like he ended up being perfect for the role. Right. Period. I mean, without, without a question. Like, yeah. Like shouldn't, shouldn't they get this? Shouldn't they lock this guy up for the next big blockbuster? That's going to be the Eternals coming out next year. I know. Seriously. Right. (laughs) Um, For me, you know, obviously that, that would be my choice too. Uh, But if I pivot, I really like Zendaya in this movie. We start to get an evolution of who MJ is in this, uh, this MCU. Uh, she, I love that she retains her awkward qualities from Homecoming, but we see more of her now. We see her and Peter starting to become a thing, but it just doesn't feel shoestringed. Their chemistry feels organic. They feel like they're really relationship building. And again, they're awkward high schoolers. It's really good. Um, I like Zendaya a lot in this movie and, and prior. I never disliked her, but I was never the biggest fan. So I thought that she had a really nice performance. And then, of course, you know, we'll talk about No Way Home. But, but to me, it's just a slope. She continues to to take MJ to a new level. As, and Pete, again, as Peter grew, she grew. Yeah, yes, for sure. What, they, they're, they're an amazing, like, legitimate couple to me. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That's a great that's a great other pick. Um, because like, yeah, she was kind of just like another one of, of Peter's classmates that like happened to be named MJ, so we knew where the story was going in, in homecoming. Uh, but this is where they really established that relationship. And yeah, she did a great job. That was that was great writing. Um, I'm gonna go with one that's a little less impactful to the story and one that was just really fun for me. Uh Mr. Harrington. I, I thought he I thought he was every time we went to that body of students and like he's just like I, I guess we're going to Rome or whatever. Like I just keep getting lucky. This is incredible. Like, like he played that so well. Like he was the. I mean, there's plenty of uh, of levity and plenty of funny stuff in this movie and all in most Spider-Man movies. But like he stood out to me as like the funniest thing in this movie for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was, he was really great. Good. Yeah, they he nailed the comedy great. element in this this movie. One of the funniest Spider-Man movies out there for sure. Like, I will say the second teacher fell flat. Like every like, and it was perfect. Like every time, like every. He was teed up so well to be that like teacher who didn't care, but like all of his lines kind of sucked. I'm like, dude, you're really. And I think it was writing, not execution, because that guy's funny as hell. Yeah. But like, right. yeah, it's just not, nothing. He nothing he said really landed for me. It was the the other teacher, Mr. Harrington, stole the show. Dude, I I obviously knew what was coming when I watched this last night, but I had a spit take again, even though I knew it was coming. When he's freaking posing with the camera, <laughs> trying to do oh selfie, yeah, and it falls into the water like he's. Yeah, really it's good. So, so good. Oh yeah. my gosh! Or even on the plane. Oh, the Sabers only won four to three. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's scary. Anyway, uh, that's almost my bad. I don't know. Oh, that's, that's gosh. All right. Uh, lost my train of thought there. Uh, when they're on the plane and the allergy uh, thing happens, and the way he stands up, perfume allergies are nothing to joke about. Don't joke. Like, it's, 
It's so good, man. Yeah, and yeah, then he then he drops the, the he sits next to Peter and then he drops the line about his wife faking the blip. One of the best lines of the whole movie. They had a funeral and everything. Right? <laughs> he's, he's like, it was fake. Well, the funeral was real. <laughs> really, really good. Really good. Oh man, you're making me like this movie more. I hate you guys. Dude, I told you, JT. Uh, uh, I said. John I think I, gets I texted Man. John and I was like, we're going to make JT excited about this movie. Yeah, but there, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Right. The, re the reason I was worried about JT and his opinion, because I knew he just did that Spider-Man rewatch a couple a couple weeks ago or months ago, and he still has the same opinion. So whatever. Well, it's OK. No, no big deal. Um, Spider-Man reviewed that moment. So is there a favorite moment for you in the movie? Uh, John, why don't we go yeah. first to you this time? You got the easy one, so I'm taking the easy one now. Um, yeah, it, it's it's the moment where where Peter visits the warehouse and every nothing is real. And it's just it's 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 just some of the cool like yeah, I mean, he goes down this huge rabbit hole of Mysterio hallways and all these crazy set pieces and a zombie Tony Stark and all the you know, this huge guilt trip. Oh, yeah. Like what an incredible like we can talk all day about how incredible the effects and the choreography and the set pieces are in this movie like they are so creative and so good in that moment where he's just lost in this fake world with with the projectors and going down all these different paths and these doors he's which is pulled right from the comics he's in a mysterio haunted house he a fun house mysterious fun house right like that's straight up like what mysterio does in spider-man 2 the, the the insomnia game he, he runs fun houses yeah. and that's what that's what uh peter gets put through uh but yeah the 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 zombie peter uh tony stark like the the guilt trip and like even the end of it you think you're at the end you're outside and and uh nick fury's here to save the day and all of a sudden it's not nick fury it's, it's another like you know layer after layer twist after twist i think uh so cool that was like i i told myself when i watched that it, one of my obviously one of my favorite scenes as well but just it felt like Wanda taking over almost, right? For like, sure. It, it's just crazy how it made me still think it was real, more real, but like every time I watched it, every time. Um, JT, any, any moments stand out for you? For this? Um, no. Nothing. No. Uh, when Peter finally embraced a Peter Tingle, <laughs> he grabs that gun off of, you know, Mysterio and, you know, it, you know, it, that, Everybody knows about the Spidey sense, right? So just to see him finally embrace it and, and really use it. We always got hints of it in the other part. Little, little hair standing up or things like that. Obviously, Infinity War, his arm, he sees the hair stand up. Um, but fully, fully, fully using that. And, and it was cool to see. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for me, uh, I'm going to say, you know, there, I agree with those points. But uh, J.K. Simmons, man. Oh. Most important post credit scene ever, maybe Dude. in an MCU movie. Me, Seeing yeah. him was like the start of what we were. So that I think that's one thing Phase Four and Phase Five have done well in the MCU. Credit where it's due. It's 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 more moments like that with J.K. Simmons, where we've seen actors come back from other uh, iterations of these movies, it, or even I would say. Uh, like the Netflix shows, right? With with Charlie Cox, like coming over, like before. That's this, a good trend. Before this, that wasn't possible. The MCU had such rigid rules. There was no, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna bring back this. First of all, Disney didn't own Fox yet, so that was a big part of it for the for the X Men stuff. But like, they didn't blur the lines. Like their Spider Man was their Spider Man. They were, they were separated from the Sony universe. Like it was it was so rigid. Like this is our story, right? So to see to see that 
that that cameo at the end jk simmons pop up as j jonah jameson like oh my god like we're spoiled now to look back and think of how insane that was and there's something to be said for keeping it kind of tight like that i like that but they did it at a high level for so long we were ready for this and we're ready for the multiverse and all the you know the stuff that was to come in, in phase four and five. Um, and I, I, I think they're doing a nice job with it for the most part. Well, we'll get into some of those movies, but will. to and me, that, that is it. It's, it's, it's huge. And even that one is not a multiverse thing. That is just them recasting, you know, the J Jonah of this world as the same character or as the same actor. Cause he's just the perfect J Jonah Jameson. Right. So like, I mean, it could right. be with right. no way home. You don't know. Right. Like, yeah, I guess with so. the multiverse stuff we get there. Right. Just saying. Mm. Right. 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 But, um, all right, I, I'm gonna get, before we rank these, I, I'm gonna get to just some of my bullet points here, some funny moments, some nice moments that stood out. Um, we talked about the the pressure and expectation of this being the epilogue to to Endgame. Uh, it's funny because like everyone talked about Thanos and what had happened there, and we all we didn't know what to call some of those events, and we referred to it as the snap. Well, they came back and they're like, "Well, no, we're gonna call this the blip." And I love that the movie starts off right away with the amazing student videos. By the way, like they're so good, <laughs> so funny. They get um, the Getty image watermarks on some of them, like <laughs> yeah, that, and how they they really they don't shy away from it. They're like, "Hey, audience, we know you all just saw Endgame." A few months ago, maybe a few weeks, even in some cases, uh, it's still in theaters, but you're coming and seeing Spider-Man now. And this is this is how it ties in. And this, this is, I thought that was a really nice transition. They had to do that. Like they had to show us how the world works because like, it's the questions we were all asking. Like what happens when half the world has been gone for five years? Like, do they just pop back up where they were? Do we, how does it happen? They give us those answers in like the coolest, most Spider-Man way. They really do. Uh, let's talk about Aunt May and, and Happy. Oh, I love it. I I think it's so good. It's John Favreau at his finest. There, they uh they had the perfect amount of awkward chemistry there, right? Uh, yeah, I almost picked so John Favreau, uh, Happy Hogan, as my my non titular character because <laughs> he he yeah he brings <laughs> it in this too. He's he's so funny. They're so good. They're so I love the way they interact and the the, the clear awkwardness that stems from it for Peter being in I that love, situation. I love how much Favreau just loves that character. You can just tell. Yeah, for He's, sure. You know, it's such a, such a minor character in the grand scheme, and even him appearing in What If, right? yeah, he, like he, I think he, is, voiced, he voiced a What If character, right? He did, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. he, he did. He yeah. he, he voiced the um, happy, yeah. I mean, he's just such a big part of the MCU and Star Wars, and it's just like, hey, I'll just be Spidey's little mini sidekick now. Like, I think, I, I think, it. I think love he it. is happy. I think like that's who he yeah, is like oh, as a person. Sure. I don't even think he's acting. Like if I think John as Favreau, yeah. I've seen him in so many movies. Like that is a lot of Christmas movies actually, but um, that that is. That is like authentically who that person is, I think. Right. And no, for sure. I agree. Another thing that nods to the bookend, right? He started this thing with Iron Man 1, and he gets to be here for the very end of, of this phase. Just watching um, him just build this. Oh, suit. that that moment. Ah. That moment when, he, when he's building the suit, and we get the reflection, and Pete being in way over his head, and, you know, missing missing Tony, and then ultimately, you know, pulling himself back up. And that, that line is like, you get the suit, I'll get the music. Back in black uh, plays, dude. Are you kidding me? Oh, goosebumps. Oh. Shit. That Shit. was my other moment. That was my other moment yeah. of the movie. When that happens, the legacy that moves on there, it's just beautiful. It's yeah. so well and, executed and, to, and it's authentic. To see Happy watch t Peter tinkering around and it's like, yo, that's that's Tony, man. That's Tony. <laughs> it's so sick. It's so sick. Damn it. I hate you guys for doing this to me. Such a oh, good movie, you're welcome. dude. And speaking of which, um, so I'm showing the cover here. I love the, the cover art here. 
this is the backside of the 4K. Yeah. Got so. um, one of the murals there with uh, Iron Man. But I love that he's everywhere. I know, again, some people have uh, issues with it. To me, it's silly. What? Iron Man and Peter in this universe are a tandem. That's a big deal. So to see this um, this mural everywhere, to even have him joke and say, like, I see his face everywhere, you know, and to have him turn and, and be right there on the wall. Um, the legacy, especially post endgame is again beautifully done yeah the the we didn't get much like in universe stuff throughout the the infinity saga like we now we get to see like them sitting down on the flight and like the iron man movie the story of iron man is like an in-flight movie like that's just stuff that like you can you can only really do when you when you slow that when you slow things down you've gotten to your climax and you're at this epilogue point and you've just got time to like just tell us like how this universe works how the, how does it like what's a day in life look like what's i don't know i i think they just do such a good job with that the world's finally at peace right and right peter is in a sense and he can finally be that independent yeah we're, we're gonna answer a bunch of those questions like how this right. universe works like how do they deal with that and like here's that right. slice of life stuff here's that tony stark cheesy movie on the in-flight screen so good so good so real um again i hit the note and i'm gonna say it again because it's worth talking about again quickly uh the teacher's wife pretending to blip will never not be funny that is a spit take to end all spit takes Uh, ned's bachelor plan ned is great in this movie that's really good babe it's so good they're so painfully cheesy and it works so well just the way that they like accidentally touch hands on the plane. Like she can't stand the sight of him. He's awkward. And then coming off the plane, they're like an old married couple. Yep. That's one of my favorite little subplots of this movie. It's really funny. So good. Uh, I, I, I put, we talked about him already, but Jake Gyllenhaal, I said, is the ideal post endgame villain. Uh, his stakes are just right. They're just right. What perf- what better motivation than to be pissed off at Tony Stark, right? The, the gift that keeps on giving here. 100%. Yep. Uh, Aunt May saying, who's that guy you were with? Mr. Strange. That's always <laughs> funny. <laughs> getting, uh, getting his name wrong. Sam Jackson. I love this stupid moment, but he says, um, he said you wouldn't get that because it wasn't a Star Wars reference. And of course, I'm like, Mace Windu is saying just, that. Oh my gosh. It's cool. You know? oh, we, we didn't talk about the fact that like, that's not, that's, that's not uh I think of his name. You literally just said it's not Nick Fury. That's a scroll. Nick Nick Fury's been off world since blank. Like we, yeah. What do do we think about that? It's cool. It's interesting to like look back. I mean, like it kind of sucks because Secret of Asia was so bad. (laughs) Like so bad. It was so. It was like the most. It was was the most worthless piece of MCU content I think we've ever gotten from my perspective. Um, Yeah. So yeah. So like to to for for us to like know what that is now and like what could have been like you could have you had this you had like one of the uh, such a fun movie the the epilogue to the infinity saga you planted this nick fury that we didn't realize wasn't nick fury at the time and for us to get that reveal later and it really does not mean anything because like the scroll stuff just doesn't wasn't fun or meaningful or useful it at all could have meant more it's one of the best it comic lines everything. ever it should have been it, that that could have easily been the next phase like they they, they didn't have to skip oh, the king they could have easily done scroll that stuff alone that alone I can't believe that failed. Like, I can't believe it was so the opposite direction. And, yeah, and dude. The seed was planted perfectly because seeing that at the end of the movie, it's funny, but it added like this sense of dread almost to, to I'm like, oh my gosh, 
that that's not him. So now I'm questioning a lot of things. Was so-and-so a scroll, right? Like it gave the perfect amount of intrigue. It was almost like when Infinity War ended and we're like, hey, who survived? Right. We really didn't. Like, like there was that debate well, for the, a year. The door was such open. a perfect time too, with with right with the blip and or the five-year gap and all that. Like easily yeah, who, who actually came blipped. back right who actually came back were they like roadie were still up in the air what's oh god it was so bad a series it's, it's uh, really frustrating either way like it's just yeah they they, they, they they set it up so well uh and, that's, and that really has nothing to do with this movie at all but like you know that's just kind of like a casualty yeah. of, of the way that that plot was set up um but fun yeah i don't know i just i, I feel like they had a chance to like where uh Oh my God, where Civil War broke up the Avengers to set up the failure with Thanos, Secret Invasion could have been what set up the failure with Kang, right? In, in my opinion, it yeah, really right. could have been destroyed could have been the Avengers. Thing. No camaraderie, everything. It wasn't. It wasn't just oh, small scale. It it was so bad. Yeah, it was <laughs> so bad. In like, huh? especially with the perspective, is like they set it up so well. There was like the door was open in so many like perfect places for us to ask these like really 100%. interesting questions. It just didn't matter. Really interesting time, but I'm, you know, I'm happy we got this pause here. We're we're just getting Deadpool this year, so you know, we got some yes. time to catch our breath and get things back just on track. Reset. Yeah, um, for sure. I'm optimistic as always. I just want Deadpool to kill everyone. <laughs> uh, we we talked about it. Quentin Beck teases the multiverse, saying, "You know, Earth six one six. Peter has a worry that the whole world is going to know who he is, which obviously teases the end of this movie, and then kind of sets up No Way Home. Uh, oh my gosh, dude, the glasses, Edith, even dead. I'm the hero. That's the most Tony Stark thing I've ever heard in my life. Really good. <laughs> I love that so much. Um." So many callbacks to Iron Man. One we talked about, I loved uh, Zendaya's performance as uh, MJ. The mysterious dialogue towards the end, John, I think we're talking about in that um, simulated setup uh, when he's one-on-one with Peter. That feels like a video game to me. Like, that's a weird thing to say. I mean it in the best way, but like, imagine your video game uh, antagonists and some of their dialogues or spiels that felt ripped out of a video game to me and it translates beautifully to the big screen i'm with you i, I can see where you're coming from there yeah and then i'll obviously mysterio uh, plays a, a fun subplot in the most recent spider-man 2 video game so there there's some uh some similarities with that character there uh happy speech on on being iron man's replacement and then of course the subsequent tinkering by peter that resembled tony with the music as we talked about just uh absolutely chill inducing uh the first mcu movie without a cameo of course from stan lee uh tough uh, that he passed away uh we did get uh, uh the cgi version of him in endgame but that was on my mind as i was watching this that he was able to be in those prior 22 movies still yeah. uh, for the most part um, and then J.K. Simmons to to round it out, um, and that that's all I had on on my notes. Before we get to ranking this, is there anything from either of you that we failed to cover that we wanted to bring up at all? Uh, the only so we went through almost everything I had as well. Um, the only thing that I had left to to say is that like John Watts is the goat of end credits songs and just end credits in general. When vacation plays, dude, it like it just so perfectly sums up like how I felt about this movie and like wraps it up on such a fun note. After dropping that bomb, that is the uh the J.K. Simmons like oh it just and it just goes into the vacation. Uh yeah, that that's the last thing. Like what a cool way to end the movie. He did the same thing for 
homecoming and again with no way home like three is the perfect number are you kidding me i would argue i think i i we've talked about it we've done smaller scale videos and tiktoks on this but there's a good argument that this is the mcu's best trilogy I would love to, I would love to really record an episode like after maybe once we catch up we sit down and like really have that conversation. We do a full episode on like what's the best after, trilogy. After Deadpool. We should. I agree. Not I agree. An MC, not an MCU trilogy though. Deadpool. No, no, I'm sorry. Just, oh, just, I'm just in general, after, got it. Yeah, just time not time wise. That. Yeah, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, Although the Netflix series are now canon, so who knows? We'll see what happens. I mean, like uh, it's with with an, with a multiverse, this conversation is canon in the MCU. Literally, it's literally everything. It, so. I mean, Dead, Deadpool's true. coming from his universe, probably, and you know, Deadpool yep. kills Fox universe. Uh, JT, is any anything else that that we missed, or anything that you wanted to discuss? No, no, I, I'm a little I'm a little shell shocked right now. You guys have have kind of turned me the other way. I think, uh, to where I where I thought this was gonna go. I, I cannot be just blunt, right? I, I, I had it like bottom five. So that's crazy, first, dude. That I, 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 let's let's talk through the rankings. Just wait till Love and Thunder. It's just not there just kidding. Just kidding. Um, we're, we're not Luke doing Skywalker that. here. It, right? This is uh, this is not going to go the way that you thought it would. <laughs> All right, John. I'm going to pass it over to you to kind of walk us through this exercise. We'll uh, we'll wrap up the episode on that. Uh, if you're live with us still to this point we appreciate you uh hang out after the show we are also going to do an, an episode of busy sticks or all video game podcast uh but john gonna pass it to you now uh yeah uh it's pretty straightforward we've got some rankings here i just need to quickly uh put spider-man fire from home here in text form let's just copy the incredible hulk and call this far from home uh so it is very simple we've got to figure out where this thing goes um we'll move it up and up the ranks and it will only move up if two of us think it's better than the movie that comes before it um i don't think i I wanted to start you know somewhat low i can't believe you were really going to go bottom five where's a realistic place to have this conversation like above captain marvel okay i I was gonna say right around captain marvel would be fair okay you think that's fair wow yep so my honestly yeah i know completely honest i I had it at the new eight. I was gonna drop it, put it above Ant Man and Wasp, and that's it. At first, dude, you're crazy. Behind mm-hmm. Thor, the first Thor movie. No, no, above. It. Wait, do I have the right? I'm looking at the right one, right? You said. I don't know. Thor would be 19. Ant Man and the Wasp would be 20. I have Ant Man and the Wasp at 18 in mind. Hold on. Yeah, you might have. You might okay. have the old one. It's in. It's in John the. Send, uh, yeah, I'll. I'll. Yeah. Uh, I'll just I, at you in well, the. Let's look at it right now. Yeah. The the picture I took. Sorry, guys. Oh, it's all good. I was wondering how you got the. Uh, no, I looked at the discs, the Discord, but that. Oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Been in there, my Yeah, just pull pull yeah, your phone. It's, it's in the chat, or like it's in our it's in our Geekiverse text message thread. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would have had it. Yeah, just above Thor. Wild. Initially. Hmm. Not anymore, though. Above Captain Marvel to start. Let's I'll do tell it. you this. This conversation got me really excited and, and, and bumped this up as well. All right. Well, let's... I was on a different wavelength than JT. Yeah, I know. No, you yeah. Really <laughs> All right. Let's start there. So who, who's going to put this above Iron Man 2? I certainly will. Yeah. Maybe. All three of us. Doctor Strange. Yep. yep. Yeah. All three of us. 
Ant-Man. Yep. Yeah. All, all, th- <laughs> all, all three of us? Yeah. Yes! Iron Man 3. Oh, now it's getting dicey. I'm going to have JT that, go first. That's a yes. Oh, all right. Wow. All right. Remember, when we look at rankings, it, like... There are movies that I would have already had above, right? Uh, so of course, I'll that's... easily go above Ant Man, but I, like or Iron Man Three, for example, but maybe not Ant Man. That yeah. more personally, for sure, it, know, get, so. it gets tricky. Like, it's the, hard. Um, it gets tricky because right. they're it's not. It's a mixture of all of us, right? Yeah, the, it, we get to the point where I I'm... will, however, just so you know, be staying at above Iron Man Three. It will not go above Iron Man Three. Okay, so you put it above Iron Man Three. I also do for what it's worth. So it does at least move above that. But uh, for for the record, Joe, would you have put it above, above Iron Man Three? I know you like that movie a lot. Uh, no, I did above three. Oh, I know, I know. I just want to know. Uh, you okay, and I, okay. it, yeah, it, it will go above that because you and I okay. both did. But I just want to know if Joe would. Uh, this is where, like I said, it gets dicey for me. I really, really like Iron Man Three. I think it is the best Iron Man movie. I know, I know. I do hey, too, Rashawn actually. Too, by the way, I, um, I do too. But... I, I would love to redo that ranking because I, I I agree with you now. That might be a, a snap or a blip for a later time. But regardless, I, yes, I would put this above Iron Man 3. Interesting. Okay, so I think that means you would also put it above Iron Man 1 then, right? Correct. Naturally. Um, yep. JT, you, wow. you've, you've dropped off as well already, right? Not a chance in hell. Um, yeah, 100%. This is better than Iron Man 1. 100%. Uh, so I'm with you there. Um, I'm liking the way this looks right now. Uh, Joe, a Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Also above Winter Soldier. Me? Yeah, me and Stop. if you're somehow you guys don't like it though. It's not that you we don't. Like it. It's not that we don't like it. It's not that we you don't, don't like, like it. it. Stop. I it. like Winter Soldier a lot. It's but a really good movie. People act like it's Endgame. Yes, it's for not, sure. It's not dude, Endgame, but it's dude. It, nobody ever. No, who no. thinks Endgame? Stop it. Stop, 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 there, stop, there, stop. Are, there are. I'm exaggerating. No, you're not. People talk no. about it like it's the best MCU 100%. movie, and it's not close. There are a there are thousands of that. people that think it is the best MCU movie because they have this some kind of like bizarre take that it's like this higher echelon espionage movie, and it's just like it's good and yes it is that but it doesn't it's not that good like winter soldiers awesome yeah okay Okay. here's the thing it was a big step up from the first cap for sure and think about it this is right off the heels of avengers so we are like captain america hysteria right now we love this guy yeah he's just established himself everyone's in love with chris evans i'm fine with all that but that I think is part of why Winter Soldier was like it's the best. It's better than Avengers. All like it goes down the list. Yes, uh, it's not better than I think a lot of the movies on this list. So far from home. Wouldn't, same, wouldn't, wouldn't far from home be dealing with the end game effect then? And to, to your point, right? It, it very much could JT. So but, just but we are five years <laughs> removed, is what I'm saying. Like no, no, I get it for sure. But so I. I don't think, at least personally, my hype has anything to do with it. But um, to say Winter Soldier, as it stands now, is the 12th best movie, that is a good compliment because Winter uh, Winter Soldier is a good movie. It's a great movie. It just means everything ahead of it is really freaking good. Yeah. Oh, just, I would never put it where other people are saying it, trust me, but... Yeah, you know, I, like, I think I think it's better. Far from home. There, there's a a lot of people that think it's like the best or top three MCU movie. Like that's where I'm never, like, never what are we talking about? It's really really good. But it's you know, I mean, top. at the time maybe, like I mean, when it came out. Yeah, there, there was, it was probably the tenth movie that came out. <laughs> exactly right. It was three right. out of ten. Sure. Okay, so Joe, we both have it over Winter Soldier. Um, mm-hmm. This is where I think I lose you here. Avengers: Age of Ultron. Do you think it's better than Age of Ultron? No. Interesting. So that's where it stays. It uh it stays at eleven. 
I will. I would have put it above Age of Ultron. I this think. is really difficult. That's a it's, really difficult conversation for me. I, I think Ultron is better than most people give it credit for. That's not affecting my ranking. But if I really, really just think about those movies together, you could probably flip a coin. But I'm gonna keep Age of Ultron above it. I'm right. There Funny enough, you. I I personally think. Uh, real quick, Avengers for me. Every time I watch it, gets worse. And I think Ultron's better. Dude, <laughs> it's so funny because we're all like, I think all three of us are on the same page where we think that Age of Ultron actually is at least a more enjoyable movie to watch nowadays than the first Avengers. But this is our mm-hmm. list and we have Avengers ahead of it. Just funny regardless the way things change. Um, <laughs> but even in, in the same token, Joe and I both think that Iron Man 3 is the best Iron Man movie and we don't have it as the best Iron Man movie on our list. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's funny how <laughs> the more you rewatch these and the more you reflect and like years go by, you really start to think like, no, like that that's the one that is sticking with me six seven years later more like that's the one that like when i think about iron man yeah iron man 3 is the best movie for me um but Listen, you can you get away from the hype of them so there's a little less bias when it, when it comes to recency that's not always the case but it helps you kind of sort through it a little bit more what really sticks what stands the test of time like i i say it all the time we're probably a few years away from it still but at some point last jedi is going to be considered a masterpiece it is call me crazy you're, no, different you're discussion so, i i have this i have this like this feeling that whenever I don't know how do I put this, so there's it might sound dumb if I put when you first watch the movie that come out, obviously it's the hype and you're more focused on the driving plot of the saga or whatever's going on in the MCU. Right? When you right. rewatch it, or at least for me, I'm looking at how good of a movie it is. I look at it as a siloed movie, CGI, character development, all of, like I look more into it. When, uh, yeah, more so how it stands on its own. Like it, it, it makes sense because right. you're, you're not you're not theorizing of how you know how it's going to set up the next movie because you know how that right. goes. So it's like there's, yeah, no, that, that's a good it's point. It's a disservice, right? Like when you first watch it, it's almost a disservice to, to watch it. <laughs> For sure, uh, you know the rewatch but, definitely. But hey, that's more. where that's where it lands. We've got uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home as our new number eleven. Not quite cracking the top ten, but uh, right there on its heels, and I'm happy with that. Like I said, I love this movie. I think I'm the highest on this movie. Um, Joe, right there behind me, if, if anything. Um, but I'm happy with that. I really like. You look at these these ten movies in front of it, the coveted top ten. Like when we say MCU, those are the ten movies that flash through my head. You know that that's the that's the best of the best. Um, so especially now going into, you know, what we're kind of jokingly calling season two of uh, MCU reviewed with this next slate of movies, uh, it's going to be fun to see what can crack that that top 10, if anything, and what can sniff it. Because like, Joe, we kind of talked about how it's crazy to have nostalgia for this show because we just, you know, we just we started it yeah. two years ago, um, four years, we started it four years ago, sorry. Um, and we we last did it two years ago. Um, so it's crazy to have nostalgia for something like that, but like we certainly have nostalgia for what is the Infinity Saga. Like we're talking about something that started in 2007 with Iron Man one, right? 2007, um, uh, right or nine? Two, I, I believe 2008. Really? Oh yeah, eight. Right, right, eight. Okay, so yeah, right around there. Right. So we're we're talking what 14 years? Like that's plenty of, plenty of time to have nostalgia there. Um, it's going to be yeah. interesting. Time moves differently these days, especially. I with, do. Uh, I do have one movies. thing real quick though. Go for it. You're I'm putting. I'm putting Winter Soldier 100 over Fire from Home. Oh, it's gonna kill no. it. Why would it's you do kill that it. to us? It's gonna kill it. It's doing it, baby. Snap it. Not a chance. It's gonna I'm gonna blow it out the water. Sick of this movie. Blow it out the water. No, 
All right, so <laughs> JT is using one of his blips to put a poll out to 100%. see if we can get Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, so I, I understand. Oh, I, so I'm in between what I you guys hate. And then, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in between what you guys hate and then what other people love, right? I'm so starting I'm to not, resent. We're going to say Winter Soldier. <laughs> I'm okay. I mean, to put it back to at 11, doesn't, it isn't, it's not like I'm trying to crack the top 10, right? I'm not, nowhere near the top five. I'm not that stupid. I just think it is. I mean, obviously, I think it, it's not better than Iron Man. So for me, it's easy to win Winter Soldier. Personally, um, I think Winter Soldier is going to win this one. Uh, Spider Man has a lot of clout, and and we do have also the benefit of No Way Home. So maybe people might associate that um, inadvertently. No, I, but well, I, I think maybe, Winter Soldier is going to win this. Like emphasize old italicized. Maybe they think it's No Way Home. Yeah, that's all. Far literally. Home. <laughs> Last night when I went to start my notes, I put uh, NWH. I was like, yeah. oh, hang on. That's not the movie Dude, I'm watching. Yeah. I hope that happens. I hope people confuse these two. <laughs> Joe, yeah. we're, we're like we're, we, we, we're finally in a, a safe space where you and I can do these rankings and get away <laughs> with putting Winter Soldier so low. But we, it just, just keeps getting popped back up. I'm so sick of it. I'll never, be more upset. I'll never be more upset than when we did Star Wars. We knew it was only going to last for a minute. I, was, I had this big spiel and monologue, and Tim freaking interrupts me I hate and it. uses this Jedi mind trick before I can finish my sentence. I was like, "Can you please?" And I use the mind trick and didn't show up again. I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure I did. I hope so. That's the like <laughs> <a good> story. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I did. Uh, uh, yeah, so we'll, one, we'll see where it like. goes. I yeah. think Winter Soldier is gonna. Yeah. Take so again, to set the record straight. We put we put Far From Home at number 11. Uh, JT doesn't like that, so he's going to use his blip. We'll take it to the polls. If you want to vote on this, uh, this, this right after he's this so upset. right after this episode goes live, that poll will be available on uh, twitter.com at the underscore Geekiverse. That's like the only social media we don't have the Geekiverse on. And the person who has it's that the account... the only one. And that I told person, you. you gotta, they, they, they've, been, they've been dormant for years. They literally haven't touched the account since like 2012. It's so frustrating. We can't get oh, it. No, we it's gotta gone. hit up Elon, see what's going on. Seriously. <laughs> Different um, regime. That's right. Maybe that is true. A shot at it. Violent appeal. Um, but yeah, so that, yeah. that's fun. So hop on Twitter, get involved, and you can, uh, you can possibly affect the rankings. Or don't worry about it. <laughs> Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. It's not don't a big deal. It, sweetheart. Oh, man. Well, we're going to wrap things up on this episode that now feels somber <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> no, to how John is talking. It's not that big of a deal. It's a good ranking regardless. It is a good ranking, and that's what makes this so fun and spicy. Am I right? Uh, the MCU reviewed here. We talked about Spider-Man Far From Home. Had a great time doing it. Boys, it's like we never missed a beat. Love, 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 love having this discussion with both of you. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up, and uh, you know anything that you want to plug at all uh, before we sign off. John, we, li- we like video games. We talk about video games, uh, so that might be one thing, but anything uh, to plug for the Geekiverse and social media at all? Yeah, yeah, that's a good tee-up. Uh, so we've got we've got Busy Sticks. So along with MCU re- Reviewed coming back, Busy Sticks, our video game podcast is also back. Uh, we're going to aim to do that one weekly. I'm sure we'll miss a few here and there if we've got nothing to talk about, but that's the goal at least. We're going we're gonna to get up, you know, probably three to four episodes up a month. Um, so we're, yeah, we, we kicked things off with a bang last week. We did our, our top games of 2023. That is a nice, long, beefy conversation about four of our, our, you know, top 10 lists. And it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun, we, we crushed that episode. It was so much fun to talk about. And like, we had some great engagement with the chat. Um, that's a fun one to listen to if you're into video games. Um, also worth noting real quick that we've like our podcasts, they, they all have their own feed now. 
Um, so if you've been a long time listener, we, 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 we've used to just dump all of our podcasts into one uh, podcast feed called the Geekiverse, which was fine, made sense for the time. Um, but we're at the point where we're kind of evolving a bit. We're expanding a bit. Um, so now we have individual podcast feeds for each show. So if you want to watch the MCU reviewed, you just search the MCU reviewed in your favorite podcast feed and it's got its own feed. You'll find it. It's on everything. Apple, uh, Pod- Spotify, Pocket Cast, all that stuff. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's fun. It's in a new home. Uh, so again, if you've been subscribed to the Geekiverse feed, that's for all intents and purposes, that's retired. Each show has its own feed now. I love it. I thought you were going to say Potify there and I was curious. I what did. That was. I for Spotify. sure said Potify. <laughs> I went, I went pocket, ca- pocket cast. platform. <laughs> pocket cast and Spotify put together. Uh, credit uh, where it's due. John has done a ton of work to make that happen for us behind the scenes. John really produces all these shows for us. Uh, makes us look pretty. So good job, John. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for making us more searchable and easier to find. Um, whether it's on the podcast or it's on all the work you did on Instagram this week, we uh, we we couldn't do it without you. Uh, so thank you very much for that, JT. Uh, final wrapping thoughts here. Two things come to mind. Uh, your opinion has changed uh, on Far From Home a little, which. You know, your opinion is your opinion, but I'm happy that you enjoyed it more. And then second of all, buddy, Hogwarts Legacy was well represented. All four people had it on the ballot for game of the year last week. That's that I, I'm, I'm proud of you all. That's, That's all for you. It, it, it's for me. You know, the highest selling game of last year. So um, sick, because by the that, way. that means to something. To a Call of Duty. Like, <laughs> Dude. That's That's, cool. a, it, that's amazing. It, it was, you know, I did not expect it to be what it was. I'll, I'll put it that way. Um, and this is the, the total optimist when it comes to anything related to Hogwarts world, right? <laughs> but um, it, 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 did, it did great, in my opinion. It just it happened to be in the worst, best year for it to come out, right? Like, any, I don't know if you guys know more than me. Bad year. Like, 1917, 16. I'm not sure. 19 or 18 was amazing. I know that, but we um, haven't had 19 was the last year. That was just kind of okay. That was the year Jedi fall right. came out. Yep. Yes. Yeah. That, that was the year Hogwarts where like it. nothing, mm. nothing, nothing competed with Jedi because like, unless I mean, the like Sekiro, I think came out too. And people really like, you know, those from soft games, but like it wasn't right. a banger. It wasn't Hogwarts a banger. It could have competed with Jedi. I it would have been on the ballot. Uh, it would have been on the ballot at least. Right. hundred percent. hundred percent on the ballot, but yeah. yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate you doing yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for you, JT. Um, again, uh, you can catch us live on YouTube and all our videos. If you missed any, go back to youtube.com slash the Geekiverse and check that out. We stream all of our shows live at twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse. And of course, you can listen to our podcasts on services around the globe. Uh, I recently, if I could do a plug, did a video that is Marvel related um, for our charity stream Geeks Give back in December. I got together with my good buddy Jeremy Shields. Uh, He produced a video. I played the drums. I made up a a mashup of some of the songs from Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Mix Volume 1 and 2 songs and movies that are very near and dear to my heart. Um, We threw together a video to raise really awareness for that event um, that just happens to be a fun annual byproduct of it uh, so if you wouldn't mind check that out you can search it it is exclusively on the Geekiverse's youtube page again that's youtube.com slash the Geekiverse. i'm gonna hop in that we have hundreds of videos on the Geekiverse. we've got hundreds of videos on this youtube channel that is without a doubt the best video on our channel that is that is the video that yes, is no. that displays the most talent and i'm not going to say the most work went into but like it's it's just the most impressive thing that has ever come out of the Geekiverse. and i'm telling you you need to go watch that video uh it is so so good that, that, that means the world man jaw dropping 
<laughs> I I really I really really appreciate that. Uh, it's funny we had it uh, uploaded but not released, and uh, John John snuck a peek. He watched it, which I'm happy about. No, started started building some hype, and then uh, JT, I, I I was like, do you want do you want the video? He's like, yeah, I want the video. I so thought it would be a lot harder to pull it out of you. <laughs> you were just okay. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. Once John saw it, it broke the ice, man. I had to let it go. But uh, I knew JT. Seriously, uh, one of the coolest things ever. No, great, greatly appreciated the hype factor uh, that you guys had thrown behind it and put on social media. Meant the world to me. So thank you for your support. Um, but yeah, go check that out. Uh, stay tuned. If you're hanging around live, in a, we're going to have a, just a quick recess here. But then John and I are going to be back with Busy Sticks. We're talking about our most anticipated video games of 2024. Interesting year coming up for sure. So for, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Hogwarts 2. Just kidding. For JT, for John, I'm Josiah. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your night.